This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I'm sure there is no doubt in my mind that you saw this story. Because early in the season, who was a guy? I'll just throw it out there. I'll give you a hint. Who was a guy early in the season, plays Major League Baseball, young guy, was, I believe, third in the Cy Young voting last year. We faded him early in the year, and then, boom, he got sent down to the minors. You know this answer. Who is? Who uh, is Alec Manoa for 500, yes. Alex? Oh, excellent answer. If I were Mayim Bialik, I'd give an awkward pause like you missed it and then go, that is correct. And it would drive me crazy. <laughs> it drives Catherine crazy. Catherine pointed that out to me, and I'm like, you're right. It's super annoying. There's this long pause, and it's like there's no reason to pause. Anyway, Alec Manoa made his first start yesterday. He was sent down to rookie ball in the Florida Complex League. This is his stat line from yesterday. Two and two-thirds innings pitched. 10 hits, 11 earned runs, two walks, two home runs. In a rookie league, Chelsea, 11 earned runs. I kind of feel bad for the guy. I do feel bad for the guy. Last year at this time, he's in the running, in the conversation about the Cy Young, and here he is now. He is just whew, like a ghost. He, he, he has no idea what he's doing right now. Right, and I think it would be more disappointing if it was somebody mm -hmm. who kind of put his head down and was like a hard worker. I'm not saying he's not a hard worker. I'm just yeah. saying this is somebody who was known to run his mouth. He talked a lot of trash. He was that guy who was mouthing to the other dugout when he struck mm -hmm. out the last batter of the inning. So I'm not somebody who necessarily believes in karma, but it feels like the baseball gods are looking down at him and laughing and saying, how dare you think our sport is that easy, that you've conquered it in just a few seasons in the big leagues? Because that's the thing about baseball. It's very humbling. It's a game of failure. Look at Sandy Alcantara, who won the Cy Young mm -hmm. just last season. Was he have a 5 ERA this year? I think that goes to show just how difficult it is to be good, uh, not only just for one season, but to continue on that success and a game that's just so hard. It's difficult to watch guys have a lot of success and then the bottom just drop out. I was trying to think of athletes who have been like that and not that he can't get it together because you do see this guy struggle and they, they work on themselves they get right mentally and then they put it together and then they're stars again, or they're very good again. And I was trying to think of an athlete where they just lost it and never got it back. There was one golfer I was trying to come up with, and I'm going to remember this story at some point, just not right now because I've been looking for it, and I can't quite get that memory to trigger in my head. Yeah, Chuck Knobloch, there's a good one from Double D. That'll take you back because didn't he get the yips? He played second base for the Yankees, and didn't he get the yips and just suddenly just couldn't throw to first base anymore, and they tried to shift him around, and he was just done. Yeah, there's plenty. Uh, there's Rick Ankeel, who famously had the yips change mm. position. There is Daniel Bard, who I believe is still playing in the major leagues, who is definitely somebody where it's all mental. All of the talent is definitely there. As a pitcher, when his stuff is working, he has mm. top-line stuff. I remember him yeah. coming up and playing for Team USA. 
as a young pitcher, but baseball is so mental. And when you lose it, it's not the fact that like you are struggling and you just like ability wise can't do it. Something clicks in your mind where it feels like it turns it off completely and you literally Mm -hmm. cannot complete the smallest acts because remember when John Lester used to try to first uh, throw to first base to pick guys off, he just couldn't do it. So if you were on first base, just go ahead and take, take off to second because John Lester ain't doing anything. Uh, So yeah, those are just a few, but it's definitely prevalent in baseball. I know who I was thinking of is David Duvall. I don't know if you remember him, but back in 2001, he was the best golfer in the world. Number one in the world, he finished tied for second at the Masters. He was tied for 10th at the PGA Championship. He won the Open Championship. And then after that, gone. Just gone. He he dropped to like 200th in the world. And there's been all sorts of speculation as to why that happened. Was it a wrist injury? Was it vertigo? Was it mental? And he's tried a few comebacks. But I remember David Duvall in his prime looked unstoppable, had those wraparound Oakley shades on. And then once he won the big one, he just could never find it again. And it sucked. You think, okay, he's good enough. Clearly the talent is there. He's going to do it. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. I think it's also just incredibly difficult to succeed at that high of a level. I think people forget just how talented the competition is. But you see it especially in individual sports where even when the competition, like you just see their final score. Like didn't, was it Justin Thomas that had like a terrible round at the U.S. Open? Remember we were talking about him and uh, Max Homa at the wine bar watching, Mm -hmm. uh, was it the U.S. (laughs) Open? It was one of those tournaments. And they were talking about how bad their rounds were. And I was like, ah, it couldn't have been that bad. And then I saw where Justin Thomas shot like a 14 over par. I think his final round was an 81. This is a guy that Ooh. used to be on the top tier of golfers. I don't know what's happened with him, but yes, uh, I think it's just difficult to succeed for a sustained amount of time. And it can do a number on you, mentally speaking. Oh, it certainly can. Well, Chelsea, let's do a number on the all-star outfield in Major League Baseball. So we're getting down to the starters. And let's choose our three starters. And we begin in the American League. And this is, as you might expect, a who's who. Jordan Alvarez, Randy Arozarena, Adolis Garcia, Aaron Judge, Kevin Kiermeyer, Mike Trout. Give me your three outfielders in the American League. Who are you starting? This is tough because how much do injuries play a role in this? Because you look at the numbers and you say to yourself, okay, Aaron Judge certainly belongs in the outfield for the American League, but he just hasn't been healthy. So I think that's one where I just kind of have an asterisk on it where I'm thinking to myself, okay, same goes with Jordan Alvarez. He's missed some time this year, but still has 17 home runs on the season. I think also when you're talking about the outfield, if you are picking a center fielder, you need somebody that has one of the best gloves in the majors. So I'm going to go with Kevin Kiermeyer for that reason. Defensively speaking, there are few center fielders better than this guy who has won multiple golden gloves, if I am recalling correctly. So I'm going to put him in from the Blue Jays. I'm going to go with Randy Rosarena uh, okay. uh, of the the Rays, just because we talked about this yesterday. The Rays are not very heavily represented on the American League. I think they should have some representatives uh, for a team that has so many wins. 
And then that final spot, I think, would go to Aaron Judge for me, even though he has been battling those injuries. Still has 19 home runs and an OPS over 1,000. Those numbers are too good to pass up. I think I would go, I got to go Aaron Judge. And I thought about that too. I thought, how do you put him in there when he hasn't been playing? But what's amazing is that how his numbers stack up, even though he's missed his time. So I would go Judge. I would go a Rosarena. You got to have a raised representative. And average-wise, he leads this group. And then I think, God, it's between Jordan Alvarez and Dolas Garcia. I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. I think I would go Alvarez, I think, here. Isn't it amazing, though, that we're not talking about Mike Trout? Well, because he just doesn't have that good of numbers this year. Yeah. And he struck out a lot. That's another thing, that even if you have a lot of home runs, but you're striking out a lot, that means you're stranding a lot of base runners and you're just not as valuable to your team, which is crazy to say for Mike Trout. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, how many places can I put Otani? Because I was just thinking, I was like, well, we'll just put Otani in there. I was like, oh, that's right. Uh, he's going to be in in some way, <laughs> shape, form, or fashion, but probably <laughs> not in the outfield. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with those three, even though it is a tough call. Okay, let's move to the National League then. Now, we only choose two here because Ronald Acuna Jr., already a starter. Mookie Betts. Corbin Carroll, the Rook, also getting MVP consideration. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Michael Harris II of the Braves. You get to who you going with. Got to be Corbin Carroll next up. Uh, mm-hmm. Even as a rookie, he has some of the best numbers of any player in the National League. And squarely looking at that OPS, uh, it's an OPS of 938, which is really good. Also has the power numbers to go along with it. And he's hitting close to 300. And we haven't even talk, talked about the stolen bases that this guy accrues on a daily basis. So Corbin Carroll, definitely in there for me. And then I'll go with Mookie Betts. Uh, he's only hitting 253, but also has the power hunt power numbers this year 19 home runs and also somebody who is very good on the base pass so Corbin Carroll Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna Jr. for me I think that's an easier decision uh than the one that I had to make in the American League yeah that's where I'm going as well Mookie Betts Corbin Carroll two of the best although Matt says he likes the Corbin Carroll Lourdes Gurriel Jr. grouping there Michael Harris the second for the Braves getting no love whatsoever finally Chelsea National League designated hitter Shohei Otani, not surprisingly, already in for the American League. So let's do the senior circuit now. Bryce Harper, the Phillies, batting 286, three home runs, 17 RBI, and OPS of 789. Or JD Martinez of the Dodgers, batting 254, 16 home runs, 48 RBI, and an OPS of 856. You got to break the tie here. What do you think? Has to be J.D. Martinez. The numbers are just better for me. How does Bryce Harper only have three home runs? That's crazy to me. You've got to put somebody in the DH spot that can hit the long ball. That is why you have a designated hitter. So J.D. Martinez, 18 home runs and 51 RBI on the season. I'll go with that, even though Bryce Harper, we know, missed some time due to injury. Yeah, I think that's that's the factor here. And... Look, he missed more time than Aaron Judge has missed, so that's why those numbers are much lower. But still, you got to go J.D. Martinez at some point. You have to play enough games, but enough of these statistics to validate you starting, and Martinez is that guy. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.